Hey, ladies and germs, welcome to another episode of Fly Casual. This is Corey. We got a reviews and rumors podcast. Reviews, we're hitting Kanan number seven, Chewie number two, Star Wars number 11, and we've got two new episodes of Rebels to cover. And of course, you're going to stick around for rumors because this time we have got a giant smorgasbord of rumors, including the dissection of the International Force Awakens trailer that came out. Stick around. Things are going to get a little nuts. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Uh, I have to eulogize something. All right. Aww. I have to say a little eulogy Bow for your BB- head. I have to say a little eulogy for BB-8. Oh no! Whose, whose battery died? Oh, <laughs> that was Aww. quick during the record. Well, I was—you don't know—I was just letting him sit there and twitch and warble for like the entire last episode. You well, sick, it's been a whole week, so of course bastard. he's going to be dead. I also have—I have no reason to believe that he was fully charged to begin with. Because he got out of the box and was played with a lot before we even started the uh, the last episode. So the, the poor guy didn't. The, he was limping to the barn possibly the whole time. So uh, we'll get him back on his base. I think once we get the video up and running, it's going to be fun to just have him sitting there and his little head's twitching around while we're talking. What video are you talking about? Uh, the video uh, streaming that we're going to be doing soon. We are? Yeah. What? Topless. You said that last time. You guys. Ugh. <laughs> and you need to prepare me for these things. We're not doing it yeah. now. Oh, it hasn't and, happened yet. Oh, thank oh, and guess Ooh, what? What? If anybody wants to see us after we see the uh, Force Awakens on December seventeenth, yep, that night, the night, huh? That night. Force. I mean, Force Awakens opens on December, before, really, on December eighteenth. So on December seventeenth, we, we get a special show. I yeah. will be. <laughs> I will be watching my daughter sing at church. Yeah. Mike found out after having a ticket secured by Howie that Aww. he has a Christmas program to attend for his yes, daughter. I do. But listeners can look forward to uh, familiar sound, dulcet tones of uh, of Canadian friend of the show, <laughs> Canadian American. <laughs> uh Yeah, our Canuck friend, yeah, Mr. Steve racist, Petrie. Canadian. And uh, yeah, I know. Eh? And, uh, You're Canadian by marriage. We might, you also, we might also have an additional guest on that show uh, that evening. So right after, I mean, immediately after we see the movie, and probably hit a drive-through on the way back to the house. <laughs> we are going to be we are going to be live streaming, and of course, we will release as an audio podcast as well a spoiler-laden, full oh, yeah. frontal analysis of the Force Awakens. So you have that to look forward to. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fly Casual number sixty-five. It is a reviews and rumors kind of night, so we're going to review some comics, some uh, some uh, Rebels episodes. And man, the rumors are going to get nuts tonight. The rumors are going to get nuts because, yeah, uh, because we're touching on a couple of things here. We, I mean, we've been talking about the international trailer a lot. Yeah, and we, yeah. we're, we've been waiting to, you know, as I believe I said earlier, uh, stake it to the ground, open it up and disembowel it and let it be devoured by yeah, fire ants. And, and, and honestly, that's because this trailer had more reveal in it than just about anything else we've seen. But we've also got some crazy, crazy other rumors. So, Fair warning, ladies and gentlemen, if you have sensitive ears and you don't want anything spoiled for because we're getting close, man. Yes. We're only a month and change out yep. from The Force Awakens and, of course, other things that we might be touching on and, and naturally the comics and the Rebels episodes we're going to talk about. 
maybe this isn't the spot for you. But, you know, if you're big and burly and you can take the heat, then I suggest you stick around because this is this is where we really get into the meat and potatoes of what drives us. So welcome. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson over there uh, rocking the uh, the auto. I didn't even realize on the last episode yes. when I made Autobots comments that you were actually wearing an Autobot I shirt. I am an Autobot. You did not know this? No, I don't know if maybe it was in my brain or not, but... I, Michael J. Prime. Michael J. Prime. Yes. Michael J. Prime over there wearing the Autobot shirt. Yes. Hello. How are you doing? Corey T. Lovely. Yes. I have a nice tall cup of ice water here to accompany me through yeah. this walk. I have a little bit of root beer left over. It's not my it's not my dad's root beer, according no. to Petrie. Yeah, that's the, the show. That's the uh, Boozaholic root beer. Uh, it is, it? yes. How is it? Uh, not very boozy. No, no. Well, that's good because it's in there. It wouldn't taste like root beer if it were. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, not quite as hard, but uh, but yeah, all right. Yeah, tastes, yeah. tastes pretty good. If you can take uh, three or four root beers and get a little bit of a tingle, that's not so bad, right? Not so bad at all. Yeah, that's mommy and daddy drink for you underage listeners. Uh, and then over there at Master Control, where I see not his face through the computer monitor, is yes. Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Yes, I am here. Yep. Uh, contrary good. to popular I belief i can hear you that's good so yeah uh, that's a step yeah. in the right direction and uh i have probably the strongest drink of the group and that nice. would be uh pure leaf tea yeah oh uh, classic <laughs> pure leaf. i don't know water water's got a lot of good history behind it you guys do you guys ever read the history of water uh it's been around it I gotta it tell you, it's, it really it's metallic has. you know a lot of people are like oh yeah i'm drinking uh you know thomas jefferson's uh Thomas Jefferson's uh, uh, rye, you know, rye whiskey. It's the oh, kind that what Thomas yeah. Jefferson made. And I'm like, well, I'm drinking water. Been around the beginning of time. Eat it. Eat it. Yeah. What do you think of that? Burn. Actually, think of uh, one of our listeners, a uh, friend of the show, Brad, was the one who was telling me he had Thomas <laughs> Jefferson rye whiskey. You know, there has been some water that has burned. Did it? Burninated. We have yeah. burninating water. Yep. That's amazing. Like, like rivers. Yeah. R- yeah. Rivers that. of burninating water. Yeah. Well, if you're drinking rye, aren't you technically drinking water as well? Just saying. That's true. There is water in rye. Yes. You've, you've ruined everything for me. Thanks a lot, Garrick. Yep. Yeah. We might as well jump straight into reviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Garrick, can I introduce you? No. <laughs> That's Garrick, not yeah. Jay. Hey. That's Garrick. Cross bond. Yeah. And, hey, and now with reviews, Garrick, not JR. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, guys. Like a million days till Star Wars comes out. Oh, uh, too many. Uh, like oh, many uh, by the time people are listening to this, it's like barely half a month. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky those guys. Yeah. I wish I would, could join you in the future. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. We have a lot of reviews this week. A lot Damn, of comics. We sure do. Three whole comics oh. came out this week. That's a lot better than five whole comics. Yeah, it's yes. a lot better than five. <laughs> we're starting, yeah, than we're five starting to get a little more reasonable. Episodes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, first one here on my list is Kanan numero uh, siete. Siete. Seven. He almost said it in <laughs> German. I'll bet you anything he was about to say it in German. Seven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Nana, I guess. If you, <laughs> seven for our American audience. Chi-chi. Is that? I, I can't remember. Anyway. Upside down L. Upside down L. So, uh, you guys ready for this? Let's do it. Ready as I'll ever be. Wait, before I get into it, just a, just a point of note, this uh, issue was called First Blood. I thought that was pretty Aww, funny. Aw, jeez. Aw, yeah. First All Blood. Right. Headshot. Well, <laughs> Monster kill, kill, exactly. kill. Mega kill. I was thinking more of the Rambo route. but whatever. Yeah, me too. But yeah, go ahead. All right, here we go. As Kanan recovers from getting shanked, 
He trips balls back in time, back to simpler times, back before the dark times, back before the Kardashians. During routine <laughs> lightsaber training, Kanan gets a boo-boo on his head, and Master Yoda sends him to the clinic, where Kanan comes across a half-clothed hottie floating in a bacta tank. And like a 10-year-old kid from the 90s that finds their mom's Victoria's Secret catalog, he starts to feel a little funny, because there's something about Balaba. You know, like, she's hot and stuff. So Kanan decides to ask her out. I mean, uh, to be his master. <laughs> but before they can get to training, the bomber, what bombs at midnight, Spider-Man's <laughs> up a wall and starts blowing the crap out of everything. Damn. Yeah. Wow, that was a fast one. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Man, nailed that one. I know. Howie told me to cut it back. He did. He did. He said yeah, he had 20 it was seconds. was way too long. 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Howie yeah, was asleep the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so Kanan number seven continues to be... If not my favorite, up there at the top of comic uh, really? yeah. coming out. Are, are you uh, in agreement? Disagreement, Michael? Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it my favorite, but um, yeah, it's it's cool. I I, yeah. I know your preference is not for the past and the Jedi and, I and all that stuff. I have not read a single episode of uh, issue of Kanan. I know, because you're not interested in I, it. I'm not, but that isn't to say that if I didn't force myself, I might not really enjoy it. I, I do. I, yeah. I really I, The art's great. It's definitely at the tops in terms of art. Um, I don't know. It's just it's top notch, and and yeah. uh, I don't I don't think there's a single panel I've seen in any of these Canon comics that I'm like, eh, that's kind of subpar. Yeah, exactly. It's really not. I mean, I, I just no. everything is just top notch all the way through. I totally agree, and it's cool to see a, a look back at the Clone Wars that, or I guess pre Clone, or yeah, it's during the Clone Wars, right? That doesn't suck. Besides the Clone Wars, I guess show itself. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's it's cool just to go back to the Jedi Temple and not just wince at everything yes true <laughs> yeah. so it's cool we get some uh backstory of how kanan and balaba hooked up i assume i assume they hook up yeah but, uh, it's back, yeah. back to him padawan era before he's matched with his his master right. and they really that's why they're not allowed to have romantic entanglements because they expected <laughs> that you hook up with your master yes. yeah yeah you know and when saying? he gets his boo-boo on his head he goes to the infirmary and yeah and uh now and, you know why obi-wan never got married yeah, <laughs> yeah. They did not allow uh, the Tatooine was very backwater. Yeah, did not allow uh, same sex marriage. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he he walks past uh, a back to uh, drenched Depa Balaba, who has obviously just been fetched back. I mean, and this is kind of cool because it, it hark again. We've and we've mentioned this. It harkens back to her. I, I don't know, uh, old canon. You know, and yeah. Uh, you it's know, slightly different, it seems. A little bit different, yes. Yeah, because she actually comes back and it seems like they're actually trusting her to do Jedi stuff, kind of. Right. They're going to allow her to continue to be a master, but I, I, essentially, in short, we learn that that Dumpa Balaba has, she led, um, she led some clones, but almost her whole uh, battalion was slaughtered during an event. Um, and I think it was a confrontation with Grievous, right? Is that what they yeah, indicated? Yeah, Grievous like, wiped out her whole battalion or whatever her batch her batch and yeah. uh and and the whole mental thing you know which harkens back to the old canon that she has like yeah. some mental problems and things and and uh it's kind of i guess a jedi version of ptsd maybe nice you know, she's yeah. back and, what, is, what is a jedi version of ptsd i, I don't know she's she's like not, you, she's not you very have con- panic attacks you cry a lot you're quick to anger and you accidentally float while you sleep, yeah. I mean, like, could, be. Is, it could be. She yeah. has to sleep with her lightsaber. The yeah. power, the power well, source is removed. It's basically, okay. she comes back. She heals from her her wounds, and and you know, I guess the the she is a master. She's she's on the council, right? And uh, basically, they're debating. Okay, is she, 
can we bring her back to the council? Can she, you know, continue to, to lead, right. you know, lead clones, blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of what they're wrestling with there. And, and, um, I don't know. She just happens or to catch the eye of Kanan and, and Kanan is kind of in, intrigued by her. He's like, Hey, and, uh, <laughs> how you doing? But, uh, and, up? yeah. And then there's some, you know, <laughs> conversation between him and her and, and, um, they decide to to match up and basically as they're matching up and talking, um, there's an explosion. <laughs> oh no. Which leads to the next uh, uh issue, of course. That's yes. the 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 tease at the, the end. Tease, yeah. There's a right. big boom and nice. Everybody's boom, like, boom. What the another, heck? Another cool part in this comic was uh there was a scene in this comic that was directly from uh a new dawn novel. Yeah. That was happened in the the opening part, the uh I don't know what's that called. The preamble or whatever prologue thanks you're welcome but the, yeah it came right out of there where uh you know kanan was asking questions you know why we do this you know what, what's the point did anyone ever think about doing it something different you know that kind of stuff so it's kind of cool to see that tie into the actual novels themselves yeah. that we have going on yeah so, so uh, overall how many weak ways out of sarlax does this get oh man mm-hmm. that's a lot of weak ways in sarlax i know i, know. I would give it 1200 well wow yeah. Yeah, yeah, twelve hundred. You know, yeah. depending on how remote that Sarlacc are we, is. Oh, wait, are we talking about the Great Pit of Carcoon? Carcoon? Yes, yeah, specifically. Talking, okay, uh, yeah, fifteen. 15. Which is really just one of the many uh, hundreds of mouths of a, of the single Sarlacc. Right. Of course, that's all legends now. So who knows? Um, who knows? <laughs> Anyhow, so on. give me Anywho. a comic I can chew on. Oh well, good news. <laughs> Chewy Baca number two came out Chewy as Baca. well. <laughs> I tried to tie it in. It yeah, I get that. Thank you. Because yeah, he said chew. And- yeah. yeah. I'm glad, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> Chewbacca number two. Yeah. Are you guys ready for. Yeah, the, give uh, me a chewy number two. Uh, <laughs> oh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Wherefore art thou, Chewbacca? Oh, heaven. Deny thy fear and drop down thy vent. Or if thou wilt not be a greater beater of ass. <laughs> and no longer I doth harvest these guts. Tis but thy claustrophobia that is my enemy. Thou art a badass, a great Wookiee. But what is in a Wookiee? Is it dismemberment, or limb breaking, or face punching, or the inserting of foot into the backside belonging to a man? Oh, be this Wookiee! What is in a Wookiee? <laughs> that which we call an ass whooping by any other name would still be as sweet. <laughs> so Chewbacca would, were he not Chewbacca called, retain that dear badassery which he doles without measure. Chewbacca doth thy bow and deny thy fear, which is no part of thee. Beat that freaking A. <laughs> <laughs> but hark, what bolts through yonder stormtrooper breaks. Yeah, I tried to do the. That was the Juliet version. I tried to do that. Yeah, was, yeah. I tried to. I tried to do the Romeo version there. <laughs> Thanks, man. No problem. Here, bro. <laughs> so yeah, Chewbacca number two is uh, interesting. I suppose uh, we got more with the uh, little girl who's asking for help to save her dad from this mine where they harvest bug guts for blasters. Apparently, that we find out later. Bug guts for blasters. That's actually yep. one of that's my uh, my favorite charity. If you remember, yeah. if you remember last time, her and her dad were taken into slavery, and her dad kind of sacrificed. Well, didn't sacrifice himself, but made sure that she was able to escape. And so, what does she do? She comes right back. 
Yeah. So dad's like, kind of hey, pissed off. He's like, what the hell? I just, you know. <laughs> um, and she's like, no, 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 it's cool. I got this big hairy dude and he's going to help us get out. Yeah, it's all good, dude. It was kind of. <laughs> he's a friend. I, I did, will say one part I really liked of this is uh, Chewbacca's kind of having the PTSD flashbacks to when he was a slave. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. We've been what throwing is, that around What does Wookiee PS, PTSD <laughs> look like? I wonder. Well, it looks... You know, there's it's a like, lot of limbs. They don't clean themselves, so they get really matted. Yeah. They get the mange. Yeah, they, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yeah. They, they got fleas, maybe. Oh, that's um, rough. He did, yeah, yeah. He had his little flashbacks. Yeah. yeah, but it was cool because he was his whole mission was to drop down this vent, and he's kind of <laughs> conflicted because they show a flashback where he's like in a cage or something, so I guess, you know, he has some sort of claustrophobia that he's developed from being in slavery in the past. So he's kind of just standing there like, just like roaring to nobody. Yeah. Wondering if he's, uh, he's, I guess he's debating to himself if he's going to drop down this small little vent and save this girl. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Big dudes, little vents, not mixed. As a big dude myself, I remember people telling me stories of getting stuck while spelunking, and I'm like, you're an insane person. You shouldn't (laughs) be allowed to do things. I'm not a big guy, and that scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he he drops down, starts beating the crap out of everyone, and then at the end, uh, (laughs) once the guy just blows everything up while Chewbacca's in there, he's like, you know, what did he say there at the end, Mike? If there's one rule, you, you never, what, let a Wookiee get up or something like that. Yeah, so you, you, never, you never tell anyone about Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. That was my assumption. Dude, look, you just did. Forward, yeah, right. Yeah. And that was a mistake. <laughs> no, but yeah. there's, but one, I'm not, personally, I'm not real. I'm, the, the art in, action, in this is actually pretty good, but the story, I'm just kind of like, yeah, so far, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay awake when I read it. But there was there was one scene after he drops down through the vent, he goes down there and um, at some point he com- confronts the first guy and the guy looks at him and he's got like this gonk. Chewie's got this gonk droid and I can't remember why he was gonk. using it or whatever, but it was like deactivated, it wasn't working gonk. and he was going to use it for something. But anyway, the guy looks at him, <laughs> he sees Chewie and he goes, <laughs> looks like somebody brought a, a dead power droid to a blaster fight. Uh, and then, yeah. Well, that's funny until wait, you wait, see. Wait, 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 here we go. Groan. <laughs> yeah, until you see the next panel where Chewie picks up the gonk droid and beats the guy with the droid. <laughs> Why is it that that line gets. Uh, yeah. I feel like every third comic I've ever picked up has, has, that line. has to do a variant of that. Leave it. Leave it to a WAP to bring a knife to a gunfight. Right, yeah. And it's never been as funny as it was in, in its movie. original yeah, usage. Right. You know, I actually, I don't have it here. I used to actually have a scene from that movie or artwork from the movie hanging right behind me where I have the X-Wing hanging yes. now. I'm a big fan of the Untouchables yes. movie. I, yeah, it, is, it is not the highest of cinema. It is very popcorn. But Sean Connery's yes. line in that is brilliant. Yes. But man, I get really, I don't like stuff like that in... Well, like, see, that's why it was great because uh, it was corny as hell, and so Chewbacca picks up a droid yeah, and starts beating him that with does it. That kind of make, that does. I I do appreciate the turning of the table right there. I do I do yeah, appreciate that. Like, oh oh, we'll resolve uh, this, you know, right so, now. So so far, there's like been two panels out of the two comics that I actually like. Everything yeah. else has been kind of okay. So so. I mean, it's, right. it's not a, it's not a groundbreaking story. It's actually kind of cliche no. in my opinion. Like. 
well, let's go get the big guy to get us out of jail, or whatever. But yeah, yay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, a young girl trying to save dad. You know, he's working yeah. in the mines. Poor guy. It's yeah. It's working basically uh, what's that? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say it was like true grit, but then I was thinking, what, what was it? What were they trying to do in that? I forget. Uh, they were trying to chase down the dude what killed her dad. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like that. Only her dad's not dead. Yeah. Yet. Anyway, Star Wars number eleven came yes. out. Yes. Uh, now you're in my Star- wheelhouse, man. Yeah, Star Wars number eleven. I'm like, I'm loving me some Star Wars main title. Hoping I can, hoping I can whip out some modified Tempest quotes at the end of this one. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> no King Lear. That, that place. No, okay. um, mid, nope. Midsummer's yep. Night Dream. Nope. Mids- oh, yeah. hey, now you're in are, my are wheelhouse. You a good puck? Can you do a puck? <laughs> a puck? Yeah, look at me, oh, I'm Oberon. puck. Oh, Oberon, I'm king of the fairies. Yay! Yeah, yeah, you are. Oh, no. Uh, anyway, I, uh, I, I, am an ass. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you you're gonna peg me to anybody, I'm an Nailed ass. It. All right, so put a, uh, I guess, uh, twenty or thirty seconds, whatever, Howie, whatever Howie wants. I got it. Do it. Somewhere in Nar Shaddaa, the CNC beatdown factory is closer on the trail of the lost Jedi. Unfortunately, they get jumped by the toilet paper bandito oh. Dengar, and Chewie goes down for the count. Oh. But uncharacteristically, C three PO decides to actually adhere to the bro code for once <laughs> and does. puts homies before bounties and takes one for Chewie. <laughs> On the other side of the planet, Luke is thrown into the fighting pits and matched up against what appears to be a cross between the Superman villain Doomsday and Tim Curry from Legend. But much <laughs> to its dismay, Luke is not the Khaleesi, or even a minor house of Targaryen bloodline, Wait a sec. for that matter. Yeah. So he decides to close his eyes, because hey, that always works, right? Do they turn purple? Across the galaxy, Han is just about to take a long walk off out of a short airlock, but they land just in time for Han to shoot first. Get yeah. your hands off my ape, you den dirty dingar. Yeah. <laughs> By ape, you mean chewy. Yeah. I get like it. An, yeah. <laughs> I looks get like, it. Get your hands off like my Chewbacca. He basically says, get your hands off my friend. Damn it. And shoots dingar in the back. It was awesome. Bam. Take that. Take that dinger. Bam. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. We get a little... Uh, Action did they make Ding- Dingar and Chewie. Did they make Dingar look cool or did he still look like a chubby oh, yeah. stunt double of the mummy? No, he looks awesome. Like yeah, he they, actually yeah. goes toe to toe with Chewbacca and would have ended him if Han hadn't showed up at yeah, the last basically second. Basically, he's Dingar's trying to decide. At first, he wants to take Chewie alive yeah, because uh, he's like, because yeah, he wants Han because Han has the higher bounty on him. He wants to use him eventually, though. He keeps fighting Chewie, and Chewie keeps fighting back. He's like, screw this. I don't need you alive. And he's getting ready to cap him. And uh, that's when the tables turn. I do like the face on Dengar, all scarred up, and his eyes are all squinty. Like, he didn't have control over his face muscles anymore. Like He's got nerve damage or something. That's kind of (laughs) cool. He had a stroke, man. Yeah, he was stroking out. (laughs) That's why he needs the bounty, to cover those exorbitant medical costs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so Dengar attacks and and takes Chewie down right away and like Eric said, for for once in his life, uh, C-3PO stands up and actually tries to fight back, if you can believe this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, is, yeah. is, is quite handily handed his own ass, but... Yeah. Well, Dengar <laughs> shoots Chewie with this stun dart, and he's just constantly getting electrocuted, and C-3PO just, like, takes it off of him and just <laughs> gets electrocuted himself and goes down for the count. There you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Served a purpose. Good one. 
Good one, three PO. Good one. Good on you, Goldenrod. Yeah, man. that's now, a real bro Luke, thing to do. Yeah, Luke kind of gets his uh, ass handed to him a little bit <laughs> yeah. in the arena. He's finally fighting the the big giant weird Hooray, arena battle ish. Mm. Yeah, right. So, this thing is like a huge. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't either. Except dooms, doomsday on crack with a cybernetic arm. Yeah, I want to see this because I like the uh, I like the Tim Curry comparison. Because yeah, I, I definitely have an image put in my head by your description. And that's, a, that's it. So I'm not sure. I oh. thought it was a rancor off the last cover, but yeah, it looks like a rancor with a, a rancor with a human skull. Yeah, but it's a it's, it's a four legged thing, and it's got spikes on its back. It's weird. That's not really four legged. It's got normal... no. It's there if you if you turn some pages. Well, I'm see. not saying it can't walk on four legs, but it definitely looks like it's arthropodal to someone. Well, yeah, right. I mean, it can, it uses its hands, but when it gets around, when it's walking, it's four, four legged. Maybe yeah. it's a rancor There's with a back problem. Back. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we do finally learn um, the story between yeah. Sana Solo and Han Solo. Thank God. That's exactly <laughs> as I predicted. <laughs> and that was... That uh, they were doing it as a scam. It was a scam. And she took it a little too seriously. Yeah. Uh, they were scamming what? They were scamming, scamming a crime even, lord. Somewhere. Yeah, some kind of crime lord. And they thought the best way to do it would be to pose like there was a wedding or something. Yeah, yeah but they and, had to uh, make it real. Right. They had to make you know? it real. And she took it as real. And he was like, it's a scam. You know, if there's one thing, <laughs> gentlemen, that I've learned is even if you establish the ground rules up front. <laughs> doesn't always mean she's gonna adhere to him i'm just saying, I'm just saying. it was kind of funny because he's trying to explain all this to leia yes and she just like <laughs> is not there so he's like god geez. she goes into a room right and yeah. so he's outside the door and he's sitting there and his hands on his head he's like oh this is what happened blah blah and finally he opens the door and she's like not there yeah. <laughs> like bearing his soul to nothing uh-huh. <laughs> dang it <laughs> Where's so then finally, now? finally again, we cut back to Dengar and Chewie and they're, they're beating each other up and blah, blah, blah. And Dengar's getting ready to place. put down the final beat down. And it's like, you know, ah, just kill you. That that's one when, of the uh, best fights I've, I think I've seen so far in the, in the, any, uh, maybe any of the titles. I can't really think anything else, but man, it was just so awesome. Yeah, it was. And yeah. the, color, the, the normal cover to the issue was pretty well laid out too, because yeah, it's very put, different. <laughs> Because I, I picked it up, I'm like, oh, this is upside down. No, yeah, no way. Like, oh, the wait. Star Wars at the bottom. So <laughs> yeah. Because they have- they're like Bingo. falling or something. Right. Yeah. They, so they put the Star Wars at the bottom and they look like they're, yeah, they're upside down. That's pretty cool. Very inventive of the artist to do that. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually surprised they let them move the Star Wars logo to the bottom, to be honest with I you. I know. That, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, the final, the final panels, though, is Dengar's getting ready to put down the last. And it's, it's he gets shot in the back. Yeah, <laughs> and it's Han. First, it's Han floating up on his uh, on Sana's ship, and and Leia and Han are out there, and he's like, he's like, now take your damn hands off my friend. Yeah. So yeah, nice. I mean, I to me that's a nice homage to to yeah. the the Han shoots first thing. Yeah. It's like yeah. Well, every Han, time Han, Han shoots doesn't, anybody, Han doesn't play fair, and he's not like night. I mean, he's a scoundrel, yeah. and he's like yeah, he shoots him guys freaking get ready to kill my friend. I'm gonna. He shot the guy in the back. He wasn't like, hey, dude, come here. I'm I'm fight you. I, I still think that's kind of fair. Draw. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So, yeah, cool. Uh, so how title. many how many Tabonic ass tanks out of uh out of uh, interdictors? Mm. Yeah. Five. 32 and a half. Okay. Wow. Wow. I got to put the half in there because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Chewy. Yeah. So 
I, d- I can't convert to the metric system. It's hard. Well, it you're is. just going to have to get left in the dust. How many did you say, Mike? 32 and a half. Ooh, I guess I'll do 41 and Dag. a third. Wow. Dag. Wow. Breaking all the rules. Well, 31.33 repeating. Of you know, Howie just walked away from master <laughs> controls, but I wanted to actually say something that I was hoping he would be here for before we talked about Rebels. Um, Rebels. Yes. But um was that I uh started listening to an audiobook. What? Oh, yes. And I decided to start light. So I started with the uh the uh Smuggler's Run, which is the uh, young adult Han Solo uh story. Yeah. You know, we had the one with Leia, the one with Luke, and the one with Han. And uh story-wise enjoyable. I did not finish it, however. I I know that I'm a picky son of a gun. I know this. I know that I've got my complaints about every written thing. Okay. Yeah, like oh, good. Howie's lady. back. I'm, I'm talking glad, about Smuggler's I'm Run. I'm glad you're briefly this. But um, about time you came to that realization. It also I don't have I don't have good amounts of times where I can actually focus on what I'm listening to, uh, because I can't listen to it on the ride to and from work. So if I listen at work, it's just I'm constantly stopping for interruptions. But what I wanted to say is that. I, uh, I I was enjoying the story. The guy doing the reading, I have no idea who it is. Don't even ask me. But doing the voices was a problem for me. It's a talent. Yeah, he kind of had a decent Han Solo impression. But it also, he had to talk really slowly when he did it. And it made just Han sound drunk all the time. My big complaint was that every time Chewie grunted, this dude pretty much snarfed into the microphone. <laughs> You know, yeah, it like, wasn't a very good Chewie. Yeah, he'd be like, Chewie growled. <laughs> like, over and over. There was constantly just this dude, like, doing impressions and then growling and snarfing. Snarf, snarf. <laughs> snarf. I'm, I think snarfing is the best word I can come up with it, for it. But um, but then also, and here's kind of my problem. Uh, the female voices, I felt, were represented in almost a disrespectful manner. Oh, no. Leia, <laughs> everything that Leia says is pleading and almost whiny pleading. She goes, was there a guy, was it a guy doing like, all Harry, the voices? Harry. What's that? Was it a guy doing all the voices? Yes, oh, yeah, that's, one that's how they do audiobooks. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah, so, Garrick. And so she's like, <laughs> Come she's on, Garrick. got one tone. I read like a civilized being. Yeah, I'm and sorry. that one tone, <laughs> that one tone that she has is just whining pleading. But no, then, do not put that on the bar. Yeah, no, 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 no. We don't put any any containers that put even previously had liquid near the mixing board. Put it on the bar. Um, put them on the glass, I, Garrick. But we the, then the uh, the the main antagonist being a uh, imperial intelligence agent, and of course female because for some reason all imperials are female in all new fiction. <laughs> I uh, just looked up the uh, voice of the person who did it. His name yeah. is Mark Thompson. Yeah, oh, I used yeah. to work with yeah. Mark Thompson. He's a nice guy. He's actually done quite a few uh, voiceover for like, uh, let's see here, Pokemon. Oh, heavens. <laughs> he was Tepig in mm. Gliscor. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Telling. He's a, he's a <laughs> lot of, he did a lot of voices in Pokemon games. Oh, well, there you go. But <laughs> uh, but the, the female, the antagonist, everything she said was like this. 
Like she's the embodiment of of serpentine evil. Get this out of my way. And I'm just like, dude, you are not portraying women in a respectful way. There's there's whiny and pleading and there's snarling. And and I'm just like, depth, man, depth. And I definitely didn't didn't feel as strongly as Corey does. Imagine that. Especially especially with the, the women voices. But I do have to agree that I mean, I listened to quite a few audiobooks, right. and this is, as far as the ones I've listened to, one of the lesser. Yeah. The dude wasn't phoning it in. I mean, he no. was selling it hard, but Maybe I mean, a little too hard. A little too hard without enough range. Like the characters, I didn't feel like the characters were necessarily written as flatly as they were being read. The story, again, I was enjoying the story, but I got to the point where I was just like, this is just. I'm almost getting a headache from this bouncing around that we're doing, you know, and audibly. So I just want to say that I did uh, dabble into the audiobooks, and I think I picked the exact wrong one to start with. You should have started with Lost Stars, man. Come and on. that, well, that's that's on my list. I was trying to dip my toes in to the no, water. No, man. To dive in. Yeah, dive of, in hard. Yeah. I got to find, the, the, I gotta find get, time where I can be go in up to your elbow. Yeah. Of the man, Star Wars books, as far as, as far as audio find, find those books berries. go. The Star uh, Lost Stars is probably one of the best ones mm. as for Star Wars <laughs> re- red ones. As far as Star Wars ones go, Lost yeah. Stars as far as far as the uh, audio yeah. audio versions. The yeah. Star Wars, the Star, Star Wars mostly Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. although the Thrawn trilogy is pretty good. Star Wars. I got. I almost have that one memorized. I don't need to listen to that one. Mm-mm. Star Wars. So anyhow, I just wanted to get that on the table before we transition into. Rebels! Ah, yeah. Rebels! So, we got a couple of Rebels episodes that came out. Okay. Now, Mike, you're going to have to help me with the episode numbers. Episode three oh, and four? Uh, this, no, this is episode number 12 and 17. <laughs> okay. I would, I would no, say 17.3 yeah. and episode 4.8. Yeah. I believe is. <laughs> if you remember how this goes, this, the, the, <laughs> I don't. the one hour movie was episode 200. Uh huh. Or, no, I'm sorry, season 200. Oh, and the 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 reg- where we're at right now would be season uh-huh. two hundred one episode. We've already done one and two. Now we will be doing three and four. So today. this is episode three and four. Season, season two zero one episode episode three and four. Yeah. Someone See, should hang. I know, and that's a starting. Come on, I'm starting to think this is an intentional <laughs> anti piracy measure. <laughs> Could be, you Could know, be. because everybody's all anal about <laughs> yeah, you know pirates. I can't label it. Yeah. it, I'm it not doesn't get it read by points I, correctly. I feel like that there's some deeper meaning behind this right. and you guys aren't smart enough to He's figure it out I, say, I sincerely stuff, don't man. feel that way <laughs> well you see if you divide by venus oh heaven i would have never so, divided by venus that wouldn't even yeah. occur to me oh man but you go to jupiter to get more <laughs> <Anyway>. stupider <laughs> episodes three and four three and four number three uh was titled Always two there are, and I'm supposed to read mm-hmm. that in the Yoda voice. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to say that part. Okay. Always two there are. I put it in parentheses. Yeah, you got it that time. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Ish. our, uh, Rebels crew <laughs> decides to, I mean, we start off with, uh, you know, uh, Ezra doing some Jedi stuff, trying Jedi to lift stuff. stuff, lift stuff with his mind, uh, exclusively chopper. Yep. 
who uh, magnetically seals himself to the deck. You know, <laughs> Chopper's, always a, Chopper's, Chopper's a always a little bit of a dick, but <laughs> yeah, in his defense, Sabine was the was the dick because yeah. she's the one what told him to do so. Yeah. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah, so. yeah Sabine's a dick. <laughs> Sabine's a dick. And we kind of see a little bit of the uh, uh, relationship between uh, Rex and Kanan maybe developing a little bit. Maybe they're a little at odds with how Ezra should be trained. Yeah. Soldiery! And yes! Jedi peace. Soldiery! Jedi peace. <laughs> yeah, one's like the Boy Scouts and the other one's like, I don't know, Young Republicans or something. <laughs> I was going to say the Michigan <laughs> Militia, but whatever. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> so they... Uh, end up getting a call to go out to pick up some supplies at this abandoned uh, Clone Wars medical depot that has medicine and whatnot, which I think we've seen this kind of space station before in the Clone Wars. And I didn't, I don't exactly know where they, did they actually say where it, it was in Rebels? I don't think they did. I wasn't paying close enough attention. That's no. not even something I, don't know I was if thinking about. I don't know if it directly tied into the Clone Wars. Or not. But specifically, Herod said, you know, hey, Choppers, Zeb, Sabine, go do this thing. And yeah. uh, while uh, Rex and Kanan are arguing, yeah. uh, uh, Ezra pulls out, I'm Doug. I'm out of here. Yeah, basically, she's like, you kids need to leave because Kanan and I need some personal time. Oh, yeah, you know what really? I'm saying? Yeah, you, you a little, yeah, do a little chase yeah. the Lee coup. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. Kids Anyhow, Ezra's like, I'm not going to anyway, deal with this bull crap. I'm going. I'm out. Screw you guys. I'm going yep. to the medical place. But anyway, yeah. they fly over there and it's abandoned. It's pretty cool. You know, I will just as an aside, I will say that the sound editing and the lighting is really cool in this episode. I had one Go problem. One problem with this, though. All right. The power is off everywhere in the facility, but the door is automatically open when they approach in the ship. Yeah. Emergency power, dog. Yeah, but it's not. There's no emergency power to anything else except for the doors opening. That's, That's why it's called emergency. emergency. Well, then yeah. how is their life support? Oh, cartoons hurt me. They, they, they had uh, uh, shields. Um, no, there weren't. The shields came on after the power had, uh, came on. Um, that was one plants. of the things that made me plants. Plants. Yeah. Okay, plants. plants. There's yeah. somewhere there were plants. <laughs> lots of lots of plants. Fair enough. So anyway, they end up getting the the power restored and kind of and. Uh, Chopper gets attacked by some weird-looking probe droid thingamajig. Little, mini chip, little teeny probe droid. <laughs> yeah. And soon we are met with some Inquisitors. Oh, oh heavens. What? Yes. Some Inquisitors? Yes. Inquisitors? How many Inquisitors are Inquisitory. there? There's two. That was a line from the show. Always but two there are. Always two there really? are. Yeah, that's the name of the episode, so I know, we get right? it now. I get it. Full circle. But but there might be more than two, so I don't. So it doesn't make sense. So anyway, True that we got a what appears to be a female inquisitor, and what is obviously maybe a male inquisitor, because I guess we know from outside this show, it's the fifth brother and the seventh sister that yep. are hot on their trail. Yep. And uh, Kane, or Ezra gets Sabine and off to safety and closes the door right as the uh, seventh sister comes up and beats the crap out of him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And but. Here's the thing. She's it. She stops the uh, fifth brother from killing him. Yep. Because she says we can draw the rest of the rebels crew out of hiding if we use him as bait. Yep. Classic villainry. I know. That's like right? villainry one hundred and one right there. It is. And I think we kind of get a sense here. Uh, well, because she starts talking to Ezra, and he's she's drawing out, you know, saying, "Hey, your master wasn't even a Jedi Knight. He's just he never even made it that far. You know, we could teach you so much stuff." And you kind of get the sense it, it Ezra after Ezra says, "Hey, you know, he killed your Inquisitor, dude." 
And she called, yeah, you know, the Grand Inquisitor is what they call him. Yeah. And then at this point, she said we were, we were all we were all shocked by the failure of the Grand Inquisitor. Yes. And but she says now that just opens up opportunities, you know. Yeah. So you kind of get this sense that oh boy, you know, these Inquisitors might not all be on the same page. Well, and and to that point, the dude Inquisitor who we met in the last episode prior to this did not expect the girl and the brother did not expect yeah. the sister to be there and they were kind of pissed at and each vice other. versa yeah, yeah they didn't expect each other to be there so like, that was and she kept saying this is mine you know this is my bounty right or whatever not bounty but yeah the i will say seven sister she was i loved her uh voice modulation i thought that was pretty cool the the way she moved around like a cat that was yeah. kind of strange but whatevs she's a sith how young is she supposed to be? She was getting uh, hot on Ezra. <laughs> I don't know, man. She was telling him it'd be shame to kill know, you, man. Ezra, because you're a good-looking underage kid that I could molest, <laughs> and then you'd have to touch a doll to see where what happened. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just no. saying it was creepy. It was a creepy line. I was like, you. I mean, you don't often get that. First off, it's way taboo for an older male to do that for a younger female in, in shows now. But to hear from a female to a male is not only taboo, it's something that we just we don't normally in even historically get that. And so it was kind of like, ooh, ooh. Ooh, hot for teacher. Hot, yeah, hot for teacher. Oh, uh, not not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was interesting uh back and forth they had going on, you know. Yeah. Cause you find out that uh, they know of Ahsoka Tano still alive, obviously probably through Vader. Yep. Because I guess he's controlling him somehow. The apprentice lives. Yes, they uh, cl- uh, claim to be sent by Vader. Right. Even though up until now, I think our operating assumption is that the Inquisitors were controlled by the Emperor. Uh, between but- the episode prior to this and this one, it seems that Vader is at least supposedly pulling the strings. Yeah. But, yeah. So they they end up uh, taking him to the hangar bay to take off. And, and Zeb, who they thought was a goner had taken the phantom and magnetically sealed it to the top of the ship. Yep. And just kind of swoops down and they escape and it's awesome. And they get away. Now Zeb had, and Zeb had the internal debate of, I can't save them because of two inquisitors. I just got to go. Yeah. And chopper's like, really dude, really bra. Come on, man. Really bra. And Zeb's like, dang it. I can't leave anybody behind. (laughs) And so he has to cook up by himself with, well, with chopper some way to fool two inquisitors. (laughs) And, says, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Is Admiral May, 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 I can't say that. Mayluron, which is the fruit they were trying to acquire. In That's what it one. was. I yeah. like. I know that word. What is it? Yes, it was like yeah. way back in the first couple episodes. Yeah, it was a, a Zeb and Ezra episode where they were just getting into all sorts of hijinks. Yeah, that was cool. Was a little callback to the first season. Well, I'm glad you remember that. <clears throat> yeah, but overall, I thought it was a pretty enjoyable episode. Yeah. And, I thought it was a really solid introduction of the new Inquisitor mm-hmm. lady, yeah. Seven Sister, and voiced it, by Sarah Michelle Gellar, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was, I really enjoyed how they covered a lot of ground in this episode, even though it didn't really progress the overall story much. In the sense that it, it kind of developed a little more of the rivalry between Rex and Kanan, but this time in terms of Ezra. Yeah, not just in terms of philosophy, but in terms of how it will, you know, what Ezra is better off knowing. Is he better off? you know, being more sharp or being off, being more, you know, relaxed. And uh, then also bringing in the additional Inquisitor, further furthering developing the one we were introducing in the episode prior, and then giving Zeb the hero moment. 
you know, which of course yeah. in Zeb's true nature, he's not all, you know, he's not all braggadocious about it afterwards. He's like, ah, it was nothing. Chopper helped, you know, cause Zeb, <laughs> Zeb, although he likes to talk a big talk, he's kind of shy. He doesn't take good. He doesn't take good feedback. Well, he doesn't no. like a lot of attention in that regard. And I like the episode a lot for it. Also of note, quick note, the design of the fifth brother, mm-hmm. uh, what, from what I'm reading is based on one of the designs that was for the uh uber character in the force awakens that was not used really interesting yeah based the andy circus character yeah so apparently Hmm. that's where that design came from i like i like the designs on both the inquisitors i think very very unique yeah evil looking yeah Um, the brother gives me the creeps. I kind of yeah. didn't like the fact that well, he, he was, blinks sideways. Yeah, that doesn't help. Got <laughs> that that serpent weird. blink. But yeah. like just the the look of his eyes and his teeth just creep me out quite a bit. I almost kind of was disappointed that he kind of rolled over and took orders from the seventh sister just because yeah. he creeps me out more than she does. <laughs> so I was kind of like, yeah, okay. Whatever. She kind of creeps me out because she has a modulated voice even when she's not wearing her mask. Yeah, yeah it's less modulated, on. but still modulated. Who yeah. knows what's going on inside that thing? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet you like to know, though. Anyway, a episode... <laughs> any, anything, any parting shots at episode three? No, nah, I think we covered it. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. introduction to new characters. Good stuff. Yep. Good stuff. Ep- and speaking of new characters, not really, <laughs> but you don't. I mean, get. old what? characters, old characters, quite yeah. the opposite. Episode four, Brothers of the Broken Horn. So, uh, episode four opens with uh, Ezra basically getting uh, ordered to do everything around the ship because I guess nobody else does anything. It picks up right where the other episode was, which <laughs> yeah, is basically. Rex is saying, "Hey, go do this," and Kanan's going, "No, go do this," and Hera's no. going, "Uh-uh, son, go do this," and he's like, "Ah, oh, man." I do everything around here and I don't Being get paid. Being a kid sucks. Uh, and he kicks a rock. <laughs> I'm Doug. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going to go throw rocks at cats. Yeah. Yeah. Blow up but tomatoes. Yeah, you know, I guess this is a, a coming of age story for Ezra kind of this episode where he's just, he's he's not really feeling like he's fitting in because he's not really awesome at anything. Just kind of has to do all this, all these mundane chores and training and all this stuff. So he's uh, he, he and uh, Chopper uh, cleaning off the ship when they get a distress call from the Broken Horn, which from an earlier episode you may remember is Visago's ship, the uh, the uh, smuggler. Yeah, the Deveronian smuggler who uh, Ezra approached and owed him a favor to get the location to oh, rescue Kanan. Yeah. From- yep. Yeah, so he ordered him a big one, and that that was kind of a huge thing back then because they're like, "Oh my god!" Ezra, and even we speculate like, what, "That's going to come back to yeah, a problem." He's not a very nice guy. Not a very nice guy. This guy. So he, uh, Ezra's basically like, "Well, we, you know, we gotta we gotta help people. That's the thing we do. Yeah, gotta go, gotta helping help people's people. a good move. We gotta help it. Right, right, bro. Chopper, fist bump. All right, let's go." So they uh, take the Phantom and kind of, <laughs> this is kind of funny, they kind of bump it on the side as they're taking off. And they, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> as they're not an accomplished Phantom pilot. <laughs> not really. So they take it up and uh, Broken Horn's in orbit and they come aboard, they uh, board the ship and they see Visago's assassin droids all deactivated. Right. It kind of sends a red flag because those things are never deactivated. And they hear some crazy uh, Middle Eastern music coming from the cockpit. Yeah. <laughs> That was actually one of my favorite parts of the episode. <laughs> yeah, they, 
You see some guy tinkering under the hood of the car, so to speak. And uh, sure enough, it's uh, old fa- our old friend Hondo. Yeah. Hondo? Hondo. Really? Yeah. Uh, is he a weak way? What is he? Yeah, he's got face tendrils. Yeah, he's got something. He's pruny like a weak way, but I don't know what the face tendrils are. <laughs> yeah, but Hondo, he's the uh, he was from the original Clone Wars series, kind of a... Uh, he wasn't really a bad guy, not really a good guy. He kind of he was kind of the leader of a bunch of pirates that you know gave Obi Wan heck. Yeah, so he's a weak way. Yeah, yeah. So, I do like, but I love the fact that he's tinkering and just pretty much with the radio playing. <laughs> yeah, he's like la 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 la. Yeah, do 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 do. Tinker, tinker, tinker. And he comes. He sees Ezra's like, hey man, what's going on? Who are you? He's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, yeah, won the ship from uh, uh from the dude in Sabak or whatever. Yeah, that's it. And so he asks Ezra what his name is. And of course he says Lando Calrissian because why not? Right. Because. But Hondo's heard of Lando. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, I've heard of you. I thought you'd be much older. Yeah. So they, he ends up, uh, finding, uh, I should, I guess you forgot to mention the beginning of this episode, they were looking for these power generators to take to this planet called Ren, which is an ice planet. Right. Which I thought was Ren Var. Which is the ice planet where Dooku had his base? Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, so I don't know if it was the same thing or not. So they, if they find these power generators on on uh, this ship that Hondo's on, and they kind of have uh, some hijinks, they're gonna go go sell these things to the uh, this guy, and they find out when they go to sell this guy, Kanan or Ezra. Man, I always get those confused. Ezra uh, realizes he's met this guy before back on Lando's farm. It's the Asmordian guy. The big fat guy. The dude who's They're, based on the original um, Macquarie designs for uh, Jabba the Hutt. That's right. Yes. So, of course, he, he instantly, uh, it's Mordian. I can't pronounce his name. Instantly sees, calls Ezra out and calls him a liar. And they get into this huge uh, fight with blasters and whatnot. And then, <laughs> a funny moment. Um, Chopper ends up getting a couple blasters and just goes up on one wheel and just starts blasting the crap out of everything. It was pretty funny, but they end up get uh, Hondo ends up uh, kind of double crossing him at the end. Or they f- wait, hold on, I'm kind of forgetting. Corey, did you watch this episode? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what happens? They get back on a ship, right? And then Ezra finds out that uh, Hondo's been lying to him the whole time, and that. <clears throat> Uh, Vizago is actually still on a ship in his own brig. Yeah. And Whereas Hondo can, said he won it in a game of Sabic. Yeah. He like, actually locked up Dijago right. and he's just, Dijago's just sitting there banging on the wall like, screw <laughs> it. Someone oh, come let me out. God. <laughs> so Ezra goes in there and uh, let, he lets him out and, and he cashes in his favor. So thankfully he didn't have to do anything too horrible to cash in that favor. And they get into a huge fight. He, they, with his assassin droids, he activates him and kind of is like, well, Hondo ends up escaping with the the Phantom, and Chopper seems to know where he's about to go. And sure enough, Hondo's selling those power converters to the Rebels crew, telling them how awesome Ezra was. And I guess it, to me, it kind of seemed like he was trying to 
break it to him that Ezra was dead and how awesome he went down in this blaze of glory. And Ezra just walks up behind him. He's like, Hey bro, what's up, man? He's like, Oh, Hey, I was just telling him how great yeah, you are. Yeah, you're great. You're Everything awesome. was awesome. I came here to, to sell these, these guys, everything's great. And, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, Ezra's like, yeah, totally because we programmed the chopper program, the phantom to just come right back here. So you didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I, I think his words, Oh, that's another version of the story. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was kind of interesting, I guess. At the end, you know, Ezra kind of comes to the realization that you know I could have been Hondo if I had never fallen in with this crew. I could have been that that guy who d- didn't care about anything but himself, right? And did whatever it took to get money or fame or glory or whatever. So I guess it was kind of a cool message. I mean, overall, I think this episode is a little bit of a throwaway because we didn't really progress any stories. But it was it was kind of a cool aside. Got to see some old. Old faces, old friends, I guess. If you right. like Hondo. I like Hondo personally. So it sounds like I, I mean, we're kind of keeping it. we're kind of keeping with the uh I, I don't know, same approach that season one had. And you know, we had you know, a few stories that are moving the, the main storyline along, and then we'd have just a character development yeah. episode, which exactly. it sounds like this is, right? Yeah. 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 So, good. That's exactly this was this was a total aside, but it also tied up that that favor to right. uh, Dejago. Right. Yeah, I'm so really looking good. forward to the next couple episodes because they've uh, the next episode. It's a Hera centric episode. Oh boy, is it? Yeah. See, yeah, at the end of the episode, they had no um, next week on Rebels. Yeah. Well, they, they had the preview online, and I yeah. watched it. But normally they show next week on Rebels after while the credits are running, and this time they were promoting some off the wall cartoon I didn't care about, and I was <laughs> yeah. really offended by that. And I, I'm not sure if it's next week. I, I haven't looked at the really. I yeah. think it's next week. Yeah, it is next week. Good, maybe good. We should be seeing them a little more regularly because we're having yeah. what a 20 to 24 episode season. <laughs> yeah, this year, like right? these yeah. next I mean, two not... episodes, I think, are going to be awesome because the next one's Harry centric. The one after that, it's just the title, but it's something about sisters. Oh, wow. So I'm assuming that one's going to be about um, Sabine. Sabine. Yeah. Sabine. So we get two of these kind of characters we don't know much too much about get their own centric episodes. So Good. next two episodes will probably be pretty awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Good to know it. Hey, Rebels. gentlemen, you know what that means? What? Now that we're done what? with Rebels. it's time for the Porkins Bite of the Week. Again? You love saying that, don't you? Yeah. Saying again and again. I don't know if y'all know about them. Three aliens that are hanging out on the sail barge with Jabba and Return of the Jedi. They uh-huh. got names, see. Names are Klaatu, Barada, and Nikto. <laughs> Those names are reference to the day the earth does still, which is the word that must be spoken to shut down that robot dude in that old movie. But also the name the reference in Army of Darkness as is the word that one must say to destroy the Book of the Dead. Ah, that's right. All right. Necronomicon. All right. Yeah. Okay. I love yeah. the idea of some dude writing a, a cheesy old black and white sci-fi, sci-fi film just comes up with three random words that he thinks, oh, these sound like alien words. And to us, they just sound like <laughs> nonsense, fantasy type stuff these days but everybody else is just like let's just put it in everything let's just keep yeah, using yeah, these random not? nonsense words this guy made of like and the keanu reeves remake yeah, <laughs> yeah i wonder i haven't seen that i wonder if they're in that as well they well, are they are i they, think so they would have to be wouldn't they yeah all right gentlemen that means it's time for rumors oh yeah 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the international trailer we what? reported last week was uh, released, and uh, we've had some time now to kind of digest it a little bit. And uh, last cast, we just kind of wanted to announce it, but uh, we wanted to save kind of our dissection and thoughts and and uh, uh, kind of more of the spoilerific type stuff uh, for this cast. Yes. So uh, I don't know. You guys ready to dig in and and uh, chop this sucker up and? Nah. And, I say we uh, figure out what be going on. <laughs> yeah, just we're not going to gonna be listening to it this time. No, 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 definitely not. But um, I, just some observations. I mean, uh, for the most part, uh, it's. I mean, it it shows many of the same scenes, but there's some expanded angles and and different things that uh, I I don't know. There seems to be a little more giveaway than what we had in the American version of this trailer. Right. Um, out of the gates, the the, <laughs> the thing that a lot of people were. Uh, noticing right away was um we have some uh scenes with ray and bb8 yep and uh i think the assumption up to this point has been that uh ray and bb8 are uh companions and uh some of the lines are in in this trailer seem to indicate that maybe that's not the case maybe apparently according to this trailer if the dialogue is not being misleadingly edited which i don't think it is they've just met they just met yeah it appears yeah, at the this? beginning of the movie that we're going to see her scavenging on the uh, the crest uh, star destroyer in the desert of Jakku, and one I, I don't know I'm piecing this together. It seems like maybe they run into each other at that. I think she buys him off that dude on that weird looking animal because we didn't we see a shot where he was strapped to the side. Up? Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if he got salvaged from somewhere else. Like maybe he was even in a in a crash tie fighter. For some yeah, reason. It's, yeah. How, for whatever reason, I mean, there's dialogue there, and um, I, do you guys remember exactly what the words were that she used? She uh, says something like "Who are you?" or "What are you?" or something like that, and he warbles, and then she says, "You know, who am I?" or whatever. I'm I'm waiting for my family. Yes, yes. Which is some more reveal too. So almost right out of the gates, we get way more than we had, you know, with the American trailer. So. Yeah. Right First away, off, we know they're just meeting. They're just and meeting. She is waiting for her family. She's waiting for her family, which confirms a mm. lot of, uh, or seems to confirm possibly some of the rumors we've heard about the fact that she was left there. Yes, uh, and you know some of those rumors that we heard a long time ago were that her family, of course, the popular theory being that she's the daughter of Han and Leia. Right. Uh, mm. But I mean, it, it's still that's still completely up in the air. But. The some of the major spoilers we read a long time ago was that you know she was left there when that star destroyer crashed at that time and was right. raised by other people. Yes, so that yes. could be in line with that. I don't think so because that star destroyer crashed like six months after Battle Indoor. Yeah, she doesn't look like she's thirty. Right. No. Yeah, I would say not probably really. not. Yeah. So yeah, um, you know, again, a little bit more than we had before. So. Now, the other thing I noticed in this, a lot of BB-8, a lot of uh, BB-8 oh, yeah. uh, tweeting and, and warbling. Uh, warbling and uh, hooting and hollering and doing what BB-8 does. <laughs> tweaking. So, uh, I, I, you know, that's one of the things that, um, I, I mean, th- this particular cut, to me, it's obvious that it's meant for uh, more of an Asian audience. It, it seems to kind of fit with those sensibilities a little bit. It, it, um, it definitely, it's more about the... It's more about the weird stuff and less about the dramatic stuff. Yes. More about the action and the and the and the novel. Yes, absolutely. The novelty, so, which would include BB-8, and, yeah. and I mean, 
you know, in the American trailer, we just get enough of BB-8 to make him interesting to us, but uh, there's a lot more there. So um, the other thing about this trailer, um, well, in terms of dialogue, we we have a, an official introduction between Finn and Ray. Um, we see them on the Millennium Falcon, and I don't even know your name. Yeah, she My says she doesn't. Finn. Right, and he's I'm Finn and I'm Ray. So we have like an official. So we know probably probably all that running around on Jakku and everything that we see them doing happens pretty quickly, very quickly, and yeah. they don't know each other until. They escape to the the Falcon, right, and introduce each other, right. So, uh, so we have that. We also get a little additional dialogue with Kylo Ren. We did. And the Vader there mask. was a, one Ooh, extra yeah. line there that was very interesting, and that line was very interesting. Uh, you're setting someone else up to I recite am. a line to you. <laughs> it was something to the effect of, uh, "We will, I will, will fulfill, fulfill our, destiny. our destiny." Yeah, I will fulfill our destiny. So, mm. and, and then it goes into the line that we had already heard, um, which was, geez, I'm trying to remember. Which uh, I'll finish what you started. Finish what yeah, you started. I'll finish what you started. And we see him. So well, then, we see the reference to the Vader mask. Obviously, the big question of that is, why is it our destiny? Is it is he referring to our as in his fellow knights in Renhood? No, or, he's talking because he's Luke. Uh, or is he because he's Luke? <laughs> right. Well, right, there's that no, rumor too. Dad, actually, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. right. That's right. No, dead. actually, some people are pointing to that. There's people holding on to this Kylo Ren is Luke thing. Really? Yes. That to the. I mean, it's been a week since that, a week or more since that's uh, that theory has been floated, and and uh, people are still holding on to that. And this trailer is reinforcing that for some people. I think people now, are crazy as a lark. I, me too. To me, the more obvious thing would be that this is. Vader's grandson. That yeah. this oh, is yeah. the son of either Luke or Han and Leia. Right. And, and, and we kind of make an assumption that he's saying those words to the Vader to mask. To the Vader mask. Well, exactly. no, I don't I don't think the Vader mask is there. I think they just put the, they intentionally cut it together so that you know that that's what he's referencing. Or Mr. But yeah, how he's right. He could just be literally talking to the other Knights of Ren for that line. Sure. You know, but there's a reason they put the Jar-Jar. Vader mask there. I mean, you obviously think, you would think no, I, 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 that's what I believe. That's, that's, you know, I, again, I, I believe that this is, uh, uh, I mean, just like the original trilogy, a family is very important. And I believe, I, I really believe even if Ray doesn't end up being related to Luke or Han or any of that, which I still don't believe, I believe that Kylo Ren is related, um, to the Skywalkers. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I think we're getting conned out. I think this is the JJ Abrams con. And I don't, I'm not spelling con C O N. I'm spelling it K A H N, where these are going to be the exact two people who we believe they are. Yeah. Well, no, and I believe I believe that the, too. The twins yes. of of Han and Leia. And I believe that too. But I, you know, I'm just saying for for the people that you know, I don't know that don't believe that or don't he's, necessarily he's believe not, that. He's not con, Mike. He's not con. <laughs> JJ said he's not. Well, con. Well, I just said that I definitely yeah. even if Ray turns out not to be, because there's theories, plausible theories regarding her right and actually we'll talk about that here in a minute yep. um with kylo ren in my mind there's no question right so what else are we looking at we see a lot of new imagery in this trailer a lot of the, there uh, are the a lot of fighters coming in from the setting yeah, let's rising talk, sun let's talk about that for a minute because that one a lot of people are buzzing on right now yeah um there is a scene Mike. where the you see a, uh, a setting sign. Mad that you didn't yeah, say I know he's he has Come not on, been man. saying that Jeez. properly for a while. Come on, okay. Mike. Tweaking. I'm okay yeah. with the change. A lot of That's people are tweaking about. on this. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
We see a, a, we a, a setting three, sun. A threesome of uh, TIE fighters. Setting, yeah. setting TIE fighters. or rising sun. Yeah, one of the two. It looks like also probably like Jakku. Point out, I would also like to point out that there are two planets uh, eclipsing the sun. Yep. You know, that so we got one up above and one down below. I think that's a mountain. That's yeah. awfully spherical, awfully, awfully ellipsoidal to be it's a mountain. A star. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but we do see way. three TIE fighter and it's it, it's a very non-Star Wars looking. Corey and I were talking about this before the cast. It's kind of a non-Star Wars looking image, yeah. isn't it? I think the main reason uh, that one might feel that way is the the setting yeah with the the ships yeah. you know what the thing of it is though it's it's still familiar to me i mean that sun feels like luke looking out on tattoo the tatooine suns yeah so it feels familiar to me but it, it does feel very different because now we have the we have the uh, tie fighters and silhouette flying toward us and uh, it's different so well, that's what mark hamill said it would be special effects can't make everything look perfectly real and when i when i always say that you have to play to the strengths of your capabilities which is what made the original trilogy so good what part of what made them so good this is like you know these tie fighters in silhouette is a really impactful look without having to get right up on something and you know like this shot would be ruined if it continued until we zoomed all the way in on a pilot inside one of the cockpits yes, of the tie that fighters. Would be awful. That would be the same kind of obnoxious <laughs> stuff that we've expected from the nineties throughout yes. the aughts. Yes, and into this decade, you know, just seeing these slowly moving as if we're like telescopically zoomed in from right. really far away actually makes it more impactful and real because your brain is filling in all those details. Right. So it's 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 just so much it's different, arguably but it, so much better than what we're used to that right. we don't even know what You're to right. do yeah. with yeah. it. Yeah, we're used to movies, uh, including the prequels, just I'm throwing I'm it in our faces. I'm specifically talking about the prequels. Right. So. And we're used to it throw, being thrown in our faces and it looks like J.J.'s being a little more artful with how he's presenting this. Um, We get a little more we uh, a, t- a touch more of of Kylo Ren and, and, and some the of the fire that for some reason Garrick doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, it just looked weird, man. I don't know. It looks, it looks like fire to me. Yeah. You're fire. I, I am fire. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, and then let's see. We, the, past the. Yeah. And we see the introduction on the Falcon. <laughs> I'll, I'll click around until I find something yeah. for you to talk about. Thanks, Mike. man. Appreciate <laughs> that. So uh, the introduction of Ray and Finn on, on the Falcon. And then we see um, we locking see a X-Foils into attack position. Yeah. We see now back up a little bit. We see we see two scenes or two different angles, uh, slightly different of the Knights of Ren. And one is a little little more backed out than we saw before, and one's a little more closer. And those definitely, in my opinion, be- before we were arguing, are they stormtroopers? Are they Mandalorians? Things like that. To me, it's oh, clearly oh. Kylo Ren with his order of the Knights of Ren. Or, or possibly those red commando dudes, even maybe. No, I don't think it's the red commando dudes. No, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that those, those guys are all similarly garbed. Yeah, not all of them. There's, I think I see Boba Fett there on the left. This guy here looks like he'd be one of those, uh, those commando. He's got face things on. Yeah, see, I don't think so. I think that, I think that particular scene is going to be possibly. Well, I, I'm not going to get into because we have a, a spoilerific. Uh, scene description coming up i'll save it for them but i i believe the that group that is surrounding kylo ren is his uh order of knights could be order of knights or cronies could be either cronies. i'm still clicking or back through drink, trying to, drinking a, buddies 
there's that brief shot where the lightning flashes and it's not zoomed in as far. I was zombies. To I think right. they're zombies. I think oh. if, you, if you look at that on a, a computer screen close up, you're going to see it. Now, now we see an angle of uh, Leia that we have not seen before. It looks like she's in a command center and she, uh, we see um, another commander of some sort in the background. We see uh, Poe Dameron is in that room. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Oh. Right there. Yep. And we right see uh, C-3PO. So with his red I'm, arm, and I, I forget the guy's name, but I bet the uh, guy in the center is uh, the uh, the guy in the book. There you go, nailed it. Yep, Who's which the guy, guy in, the in book? what book? In the both uh, the Leia book, the recent Leia book. Oh, and the dude. What is the connection between those uh, children's brothers? We talked about. He's the Asian actor that we talked about. Geez, two two or three months ago. I'd like to say that the insignia on his chest looks a little imperially, but it it's does. very blurry here. It is blurry, but it's definitely not the Purina dog chow logo of the uh, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. And it looks like yeah. uh, somehow, even though he is deceased, Count Dooku is standing in the background. <laughs> huh. This is ghost. <laughs> It's yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. There, Does it have a head? Uh, ish. It's blurry. It could be taped oh, on. The, yeah, ghost tape. Now we see some more battle scene that we've already seen. And uh, we see another shot of uh, BB-8. Looks like he's in Jakku. We see some more explosions. Uh, we see the scene of them walking up on the temple with all the flags. Which, by the way, the Mando skull is a Very lot clear. easier to see mm-hmm. in this one than yeah, I felt it like is. it was in the other one. I heard, don't they have Anakin's pod racer flag up there too? Yeah, it looks kind of like <laughs> it, but I'm not sure that that's actually it. I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's the same colors. That'd be hilarious. Now we do see, um, this harkens back to an older trailer. We see the handoff of the lightsaber. Actually, that's been in every single one. It was not in the American yeah. full length. Yeah, totes was, wasn't it? No. Totes. Ah. No, it was in the other. It was in the other two trailers. Somebody must have seriously decked the Falcon out with massive amounts of blue LEDs. You like that? You notice how the Falcon is just <laughs> everything's just blue, 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 blue except yeah. for the green circles in the hallway. Yes. Now back up to the hand handing off again because there was talk about that. Remember a while back being um, an alien hand handing off. To me, this looks a lot more. You now it's hard to tell here. I on my computer. When I looked at it earlier today, it looked like human handing off the human. And I it thought does, we already saw. It does look like um, it does look like Leia taking. Well, we we, get, we confirmed that it's Leia from the sleeves right. and stuff like right. that. Exactly, and the costume that we've already seen. But yeah, that's the old hand, news, Mike. The hand, yeah, come on, Mike. The hand that's giving it to her is not remotely as alien as people were making it out to be. Right. I don't know. I still, versions. I still think it's. It could easily it's probably, be. It's it could probably be, going to be the Mazamata. Yeah, uh, right. Character. Yeah. So, That's which we know to be uh, as mocap. So, anyhow, back to Falcon. Han says all of it. And then more X Wings blowing up TIE Fighters, oh, which is man. awesome. Ray grabbing that staff, which is becoming of more and more prominence. That staff, which we have theorized is actually like a saber staff, is on everything. It's on yes. all the posters, it's yeah. on all of her promotional stuff. Yep. That staff all is the toys. important. And then we have. We have Finn firing up the uh, the Sky Saber here, the Skywalker Saber. Um, by the way, interesting note. Look at how the light. Uh, I'm sorry yeah, if you're listening. Yeah. The light actually shows beneath the full length of the emitter on it, which I think is a really neat effect. Which I don't think anybody's ever given that much of a crap about those details before. <laughs> um, also, one thing I read that I uh, you might find interesting if you don't already know this: the lightsabers that they used on set were actually uh, modified uh, specialized versions of the force effects sabers. Oh, that's wow. awesome. And the reason, and they were actually combat 
capable force effects saber you know for the for the choreography fight choreography the reason for that is that the it gives them a much more actual like effective yeah. lighting right on the character so if you look at the shot where finn fires up the lightsaber in the woods the blue light on him the reason why he's got that is because he's holding a blue yeah. light it's rather than a stick it, it's no, actually yeah. lit they, they may have enhanced it oh yeah absolutely but it Add so much now. Here's an interesting one. Yeah. This scene, the scene right after that, we this see is Chewie completely new. Stuff we see Chewie. Well, we saw Chewie before growling, but now there's a, a cut to him actually holding a detonator. <laughs> Which, by the way, oh, the biggest close up, up of Chewie's hand <laughs> ever. <you'll> ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, Chewie has got orangutan hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had does. no idea. But he is, uh, yeah, he's going like, uh, I don't know, terrorist on these bad boys and. If and, this uh, explosion we're seeing is actually the result yeah, of Yeah, right. What, I mean, this could be just edited this way for a reason. But, but he definitely appears to be cracking off a detonator the way he squeezes it, but it could be anything. But now he, we get the, the this next This is the scene. shot that everybody's talking about. Yeah. The, the next, the next shot forward. here is we see Kylo Ren in the woods, and uh, we see Rey, and she appears to be down on her knees, and he ignites his lightsaber and holds it up to her neck. And uh, this... I. I'm still I'm still struggling I know, with you this. You hate this shot. I do. I absolutely do. And, I love and the reason being is that I, it to me it looks like it. I, I, we don't know for sure if this particular scene is going to be in 3D or not, but this the way this was shot it, and the angle makes it look like they wanted to stick a lightsaber right in your face yeah, out, Mike of, is, out of the movie screen. Mike it's, has convinced himself before he ever came into the basement <laughs> to yeah, record yeah, that this is yeah. 3D awfulness. And when Even I, I if rem- it's not. I reminded him that very little of the movie is going to be I, in 3D. That's so true. Well, and I think I, I mean, the thing I love about this shot is just seeing the heat off that lightsaber yeah. melting around her face. Well, not melting her face, but you could just oh, see distorting, her face, distorting right? her face. I just don't I like wanna, the angle. It seems too uh, extreme to me. I, I want to expand on I that. Love the angle. I want to expand on that, uh, Howie. The thing that uh, that I think strikes me, obviously, it's supposed to be visceral. Yes, looking. very. Um, and the reason why I like that is because lightsabers are the most friggin' dangerous thing in the friggin' galaxy. <laughs> Holy crap. You don't want to light. like, hey, I gave you this lightsaber. I'm going to give it to you on the ship over in hyperspace. Cool. I ignited it. Oh, I dropped it over all dead because it just sliced right through the floor. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Luke, the first time he picked it up, just looked in the emitter. Yes. Lightsabers are so freaking dangerous. So having a shot where like the blade is right up in someone's face and like seeing the like, oh, crap, look on their face, I think is is effective and almost important. Well, and that lightsaber, that particular lightsaber looks even more terrifying it de- well it definitely yeah. it definitely highlights the the unstable nature of the blade for yeah. sure isn't there there's a scene is there where he ignites it and you see yes. it close up oh, and it's just yeah. like it's just it's just evil yeah. and gross. earlier it's on like, you see him actually doing like a an overhead sweep like from leaping down with the lightsaber sweeping down over him and it's just like just wicked yeah, that sound and igniting was just like oh it's just so rough and and bad. That's something I, I've uh, that sweeping down motion um, shot. Something I've always thought I've seen, and I don't know if you guys see the same thing, but it looks like the lightsaber is bending when he's sweeping down. I think that's because it actually leaves a little bit of a flame and spark trail. It's not a very good lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, that's or or it's very intentional. Yeah, that could be too. We we're assuming that oh, you're you know you're a noob and you don't know how to make lightsabers, but maybe noob. it's maybe it's very intentional. So yeah. But anyways, yeah, I don't know where that one was. Anyhow, 
Uh, and then after that, we're back to more. A lot of the, I think the most of the rest of this is is familiar footage. The swarms of Tie Fighters, and hey, can we all agree now? Since we know that the from the poster, we know that this ice planet is a super weapon or something. Yeah, and we know that it opens up around its equator. Can we all agree that this is a trench? I've never disputed that. I know, I know. You and I have been stoic about this being. We have been walled in this being a trench. I'm on team trench. Yeah, this is a team trench by all <laughs> means. Hashtag team trench. Yeah. Hashtag. So it would appear. I it would appear that Starkiller Base may well be a giant planet sized super weapon. Is it a, Which is, is the a, first rumor we ever heard. Is it a super weapon that yeah. shoots Death Stars? It might. It might. Shoots, it's big yeah. enough to. Shoots out Death Stars. It's big enough to shoot Death Stars. It's, yeah. It's unclear at the now, moment. Now, in this one, you'll notice how there's like snow and stuff falling over the edge and fog shooting up. See, so look at how there's like sort of a little like a snow avalanche falling into the trench right here. Probably because the planet is opening to expose its weapon thing. Expose yes. itself. Yeah. Ew cover that up it happens yeah well and then the the last scene here is is the scene of of ray crying over a body which we've seen before and we've seen that but th- there's some other angles here and some things well, that people it's, notice it's wider it's yeah. wider, wider show more so it. it it what we're seeing now what we what we weren't clear about before what we think we see now well, well, hold on is, what people were seeing before was what they what they thought was wookie hair yes and now what we're seeing is what we definitely believe is Wookiee hair. Yes. But there's something else. Yeah, there's there's a caveat to this. It's yeah. not the Wookiee laying on the ground. Right. It appears to be someone in a leather jacket laying on the ground. Right. Yeah. On the and left. It appears that, that's on the left. And on the right side of the screen is the Wookiee because we see a bandolier. Yep. And uh, it would appear that the Wookiee and uh, Ray are crouched over this body in mourning together. Right. Which would seem to almost definitively in my mind indicate that that's Han Solo lying on the ground there dying. You know, you how, if you don't know how switches work, you can actually push the button to turn the lights on. And, and these off. folks that, uh, <laughs> these folks that believe that Ray isn't related to the Skywalkers or Han Solo. I, you can't, you can't, I, I don't understand why she would be crying like that. Yeah. Tears streaming down her face. Right. If Unless, that wasn't her father. Yeah. Oh, oh, he was my dad and I've been waiting for my family my, my whole, whole life. Uncle. You meet your dad and then he gets struck down. Yeah. There is a, on the left you hand. You notice there's no head. We, on the left. <laughs> on the left hand uh, side, uh, you know, uh, Mike said what appears to be a leather jacket. And this is something I pointed out earlier. Uh, it appears de- to be definitely be the shoulder seam of a brown leather coat. Now, yeah, now we saw that earlier in the. the we, well, we've seen Han wearing a leather jacket, but, but not we've a also brown seen Finn one. Finn wearing a jacket. That's right? right. Finn has a leather jacket, and but so Finn does Poe. Does- Finn does not have shoulder seams. Finn right. seams go vertically down like shoulder, like the sleeve goes all the way to the neck kind of right. in that style to actually have this shoulder seam that cuts across the shoulder is more along the lines of what Han is wearing. Although this may be an additional coat that, cause this is a, they're in a cold weather area where we've always thought they're in a cold weather area. Again, uh, Daisy Ridley wearing no extra clothing and at all. Appeared to be sweaty. I mean, and let's be clear about this. This is still She's all speculation. Awesome. We don't oh, yeah. know that that's Han Solo, but, but that's, the that's fact my that, speculation. The fact that there is almost definitely a Wookiee crouched down over this body next to Ray crouched right. down over this body 
certainly seems to seal the deal. It does for me on the fact that Ray is the daughter of Han Solo, and Han Solo's taking a nap, and Han Solo <laughs> is ta- is taking a brief respite. She's like, I yeah. can't believe you'd be sleeping at a time like this. <laughs> I, I almost got my head chopped off. <laughs> Dad, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Maybe she's so. cutting onions. She's like, Dad, Jason's trying to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Jason won't stay on his side of the speeder. He put his lightsaber on my shoulder. Well, I think this is all where I'm not touching you. she learns I'm not touching that you. that's her brother and then he dies and it's all emotional. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's To me, it's clear this is the end of the movie. And Luke, the the Luke appears and then can't kill him because of all this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All this. Yeah, you know, something. Uh, my impression of these two trailers, something maybe I see as a downside. I'm not seeing any humor or levity in any of these trailers at all. I know, True. I know, it, and it's, it's kind of yeah. it's bothering the heck out of me too. Yeah. It really, 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 but really is. It's actually not bothering serious, not bothering me because when you give the gags away, then they're not. I want one gag in a trailer so that I know they're there. I, yeah. I just that's the thing. I need my pass. This is why you have like BB eight shoulder shrug. Hey, I'm on. BB eight wobbling. No, see, I'm with, I'm with Howie on this. I I I'm glad because I think that they're going to have the humor there, and I don't want all the jokes. <laughs> I, I, think I don't want all the jokes. I think, I I think JJ's given us. One. I think JJ's given us the appropriate amount of everything. I don't know. I definitely would not expect to sh- to see that in this trailer, the international trailer. But I would have hoped to have seen it in the the U.S. trailer or the Western, whatever you want to call. It. Oh, well, what kind of what kind of? I'm just trying to think back. I mean, what kind of humor did we see in the prequels or the original yeah. trailers? Well, maybe trailers. Not, the prequels were humorless except for bad puns. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is where the fun begins. Humor, but you know, what a just... drag. <laughs> Just like somebody smiling at any point would have been nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Other than the awkward smile that Anakin gives while he's force peeling apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay. Well, I mean, no. Uh, you know, noted. Yeah. Really noted. So that's the whole thing in a nutshell. That's yeah. that's the international trailer. So we seem to get a little bit more, man. I, you know, I to me nothing earth shattering there though. At least for us. I mean, when we we dig into this pretty deep. So everything seems to be confirming kind of what we already knew, though, right? right. I mean, no, there's nothing earth shattering here, right? Well, the, confirming what we've already assumed, assumed, suspected relatively heavily mm-hmm. and also playing very well into the fanboy wet dream, which still lives and breathes. Yes. Now, <laughs> very day. The nice thing is, is that it's not hundred percent. Any of it's this not. could be. Yep. Completely different. That's why I love. That's what I'm loving about this and and yeah. these trailers and everything else. They're not giving it away. I'm. I, that's why I'm. That's why I'm still excited to see this movie. Uh-huh. Because even though we feel like we've got this figured out, and even if I go and it is the way I thought it was, I still don't know for sure. You yeah. know. I and I'm loving that. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. loving. Yep. Yeah, McDonald's. <laughs> food, food <laughs> folks and fun yeah. guys. Yeah. Food folks right. and fun. Well, Over did you guys hear about served. this? Uh, speaking of the Force Awakens, you guys heard about this legendary character that's supposed to be making a comeback? Legendary, yeah, the end We talked about it last time. Yeah, yeah. the end yeah, okay, We talked on. about it every episode. Yeah. Wait, no, wait. No, is <laughs> the end legendary? I, I don't know. He is in he some is people's me. minds. Well, talk, All right, talk to Toby about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Cinnable Blend this week has uh, has a wait what? 
Syllable blend? Syllable blend. Okay. Will you guys go back and listen to that? When I say cinema, you're going to... The best part when I hit that button is watching him close his eyes and shake his head before he starts talking again. (laughs) That website makes me hungry every time. A cinema blend? Every time. (laughs) Yeah, go to Screen Rant and get angry. I want cinnamon. Cinnamon blend. I could go for one of those. Mm. <laughs> mm. I like the fact that a hot topic, the hot topic on Cinema Blend right now is whose dead body is Ray crying over? <laughs> Here are the possibilities. <laughs> we got to click it now. We got to find it out. Yeah. Clickbait. Interesting what their Ooh, take on Leia. it is. Well, no, because they're going to make me click next on 80 different pages yeah, because they only job. put like, oh, no, it's an actual article. <laughs> hey, let's do a podcast of Corey surfing the web. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> I should yeah. re-enable the click sounds. Yep. Anyhow. All right. So back to our uh, classic character being possibly introduced in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard about this? Has anybody seen this uh, pop up? Yes, I had. Yoda. Yoda. What? Yoda. Yep. He did. Supposedly be making a, a comeback here in The Force Awakens. Now, how can that be? Would, uh, the for, would be the force, question. Force ghost. Force ghost. Yeah, I don't know ghost. why that's a question. Even if you were to, it would be. Well, from, there's from flashback ghost. too, because we're going to get ghost. into that. Supposedly, flash, flashback is in the conversation again. So Yay, I there's a Mike's couple different, uh, of guys <laughs> flow walking. Flow walking. Yeah, flow walking. Thank you. Thank you. You're making yeah. me feel better. You'll get mad if there's a flashback, but be <laughs> okay, happy if it's flow walking. Yeah. Yeah, that would now, be me, my friend. That may be, con- <laughs> be continuous with the legends, but I think you have your priorities backwards. <laughs> Don't take my just. All right, so okay, Yoda. Let's let's assume that Yoda is back. Okay, mm, assume we will. Now the question Turkey becomes: idea. In my mind, do we see? Uh, CGI Yoda, or do we do? Do we see the puppet? I don't think you're getting the puppet back after they screwed the pooch as hard as they did with Episode One, where they made Yoda look like he was on the worst LSD trip of his 900 years of life. You know, his <laughs> eyes were was. all bugged out, his hair was curled up like he hadn't. You know, he'd been up in a he crack house for a week he and was a half. Younger? No, that was a bad puppet. That was not a good puppet. Back in his younger days, it was not good. I mean, he was percentage wise not much younger. <laughs> um, I. I really don't think you've ever got a prayer of another puppet Yoda because they oh, want him oh, to be, they want him to be expressive. See, I, what about I, a monkey? I disagree, man. I think that <laughs> monkey Yoda, I'm I think that's that. right. I mean, everything yeah, that we've heard about JJ so far in this film is practical, practical, practical. Whenever you can do it, you're right. To but... me, that would seem like one of those instances where, Hey, we can do it. The guy freaking built a freaking rubber pig and put it on set. <laughs> yeah, Maybe but... Maybe dress Kenny Baker up as Yoda have him walk around a That's little bit. That's the thing, though. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I mean, Frank Oz was Yoda in the yes. first one, you know, hand and all, I think. Yes, he was. And, uh, and it, the, it, it didn't look good. It was not... It did oh, not you're look about, good. You're talking about Phantom Menace, not Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> no, I'm talking about episode one, Phantom Menace. Okay. But, but what, I mean... Why can't they go back and try again at, at making the puppet look the right way? I, uh, hell, they even got the. I mean, they've got the original damn puppet. Oh, <laughs> the original puppet's in total tatters. It's it's unsalvageable. Duct tape works wonders. <laughs> no, it, it, I, I've seen pic- it, it. It's 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 heartbreaking. We saw it at Celebration Three. They don't make that those wasn't things a real last. original. That was a a real original reproduction. That looked pretty damn good, and the reproduction could be used for the set. That's well, what I'm. That's all I'm saying. That's the thing. Until you see it with a hand up its butt, moving its mouth around, you don't know if it's actually a production ready puppet or if it's just a puppet made to put in a case. And I look think. Good. I I mean, to me, just knowing JJ, if we're gonna see Yoda, I think he's going to be. A practical puppet. If he's a force ghost standing still, it's entirely possible. Ooh, what if he's a force ghost that can fly? 
He just zips around the room while he's talking. His ears flap. He's like he's like the he's like the ghost in the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol animated movie. (laughs) Just zipping around all over. Oop! I hit my spring. All right, zipping around everywhere. So uh, then that's the next question: Do we see Yoda uh, in a flashback and he's alive, or do we see uh, do we see Force Ghost Yoda? Force Ghost Yoda. In what like, I don't think you see Yoda at all. Yoda Why not Forrest Ghost Yoda? Why do you need context? He shows up to offer wisdom to somebody. He shows up on a big Why? screen to talk about Khan. Why would you need? I mean, if, if your questions, why my questions? Well, then if you if we need to know why, why the hell would you need to have him in flashback? Everything that we've needed out of Yoda, we've gotten either through his experiences with Obi Wan or his experiences with Luke. To me, the only the only reason you would need to show him is if there was a flashback and maybe he was helping um, helping Luke establish. You know, a Jedi Academy of some sort. To oh, me, like that, to as me, a that's, Force ghost? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, that's still a wisdom. Force ghost. Okay, <laughs> a flying <laughs> Force ghost, right? We, but I mean, like, I'm just telling you where part, right? I think that that's yes, the only fly. spot that makes sense Sweet. to me. Okay, would be that scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't think there's a chance you're going to see him not as a ghost in a flashback. Sure, I don't right. think that there's any chance of that. Uh, no, no, I would agree with that. No, what's interesting too is is it Luke. Uh, there's a lot more of Obi Wan Kenobi in the 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 latest Luke book. Yeah, um, like he was talking to him a lot. It's kind of interesting. So I don't know if if that's a saying. Hey, we want to do more of this or not? Yeah, as opposed hmm. to the Zon novels, which kind of let Obi Wan go to rest. Yeah. So so you're saying Harry's mom and dad come back and help him out? Is that what you're saying? Well, they can't really interfere. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be Obi-Wan and Yoda, right? Yeah. <laughs> Luke's like, I need help. They're like, well, we're here. Slap him on the back and say, good luck, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll stand here and this. watch you get beat up if that makes you feel better. Ooh, that looked like it hurt. But I mean, ghost football's on and I got places to be. <laughs> My fantasy team needs, you know. Yeah. Your ghost fantasy, My ghost ghost fantasy, fantasy team. team. I got to be on the ghost internet here pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, we're playing uh, ghost social media. Yeah, I playing, got a ghost draft at four. I got a ghost, ghost tweet. Twitter we're playing the ghost, ghost blitz ball or something. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> ghost Final Fantasy 10. So I, <laughs> is that I, what that okay, was? I, PlayStation 3s? To, to wrap this up, I'm kind of with Howie. I, don't, I think this is just trumped up BS. I don't <laughs> think there's any reason. To me, to me, if that's the case, I know that JJ likes going back to well, and he likes bringing back familiar things to people. But at at that point, I feel like we're just piling it on at this at at that level. Yeah, it's just it's just hey, let's see how many characters we can cram into this mofo. Yeah. Well, I don't completely put it past JJ Abrams to do that. I don't that, either. Though. I don't either. But I'm I'm hoping maybe <laughs> maybe that's a better way to say it. I'm hoping I mean, that they, it's not the case. They could, and and if they did it well, okay, great, but. You better do it well, though. Yeah, yeah, because it's gonna. I, right. I'm sorry. At some point, this is gonna start feeling like it's all piling on. Yep, 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 yep. I uh, having said all that, we're going a little long. Okay. Yeah. And I want to pitch something to you guys. Yeah. So well. I'm the rest of this. Meh. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about the Knights of Ren. Okay. Huh. And I originally was going to do this in a special segment and I was writing it out, but now I realize that this is probably more of a conversational piece. So lazy. I won't do yeah, any that's of the what funny I say is lazy. I, won't, I don't want to do any of the funny voices or anything that I was Aww. going to do. So, uh, we'll get so Jupiter, you feel yeah. better? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's um, real funny. So, Ky- <laughs> Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren. 
Uh, I want to analyze who they might possibly be, because especially with the release of this international trailer and his comments that he makes in the trailer, they're all Boba Fett and stuff with like Deadpool. that. And everybody's question of where's Luke, where's the Jedi. And now we've got rumors of the fact that the Jedi temple may have existed On at some four. point and somehow for some reason doesn't, doesn't seem to be any other Jedi around at this point in the force awakens that I wanted to talk about they're all younglings where the term the <laughs> knights of or the knights of ren come from and what maybe the significance is of the word ren and of the name kylo ren so just doing some very very cheap cursory google searching I wanted to share with you a couple of the things that have come up uh first off the name kylo ren uh actually translates uh, loosely from Chinese to kicked off people, which could be a, you know, a construction of outcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm uh, I'm with you. And the, the, and and this is one of the few names in the movie that don't sound like Kylo Ren sounds like something that's not just a phonetic sound or someone's assistant that used to get them coffee or anything like that. It sounds like a name that means something. And a lot of times villains, especially in Star Wars, their names have origins, right? So Kylo and stories and stories. Mm -hmm. Kylo Ren loosely translates from Chinese to English as kicked off people or outcasts. Okay. So if they are Jedi outcasts, if they are outcasts, (gasps) what are they outcasts of? Well, they are called what? The Knights of Ren. What is the only other thing that's ever been referred to as Knights? Jedi Knights? Jedi Knights. I mean, even the Achani were called warriors, you know? Uh, the Knights... Called in, the Achani. Yeah, the Knights in Star Wars were <laughs> Jedi. Jedi Knights. Sith were not referred to as Knights. Right. So is it yeah. possible... And we've, and we've been told very plainly by JJ that Kylo Ren is not a Sith. So if he is a yes. Force user and not a Sith, Yes. How did he become so well trained? Is he part of a, some new brand new sect that came out of nowhere, which is not JJ's style? Or is it entirely possible that the entire group of the Knights of Ren were actually part of the Jedi Knights of the established academy that Luke created Totes. after the movies? And at some point, they broke off because they no longer believed in the values of the Jedi Knights and they needed to pursue because now the Jedi were growing and reforming, but there was no counterbalance. And if they felt like they needed to pursue what Vader was supposed to pursue, although going all the way back to Anakin and the clone wars and Mm -hmm. the prophecy of bringing balance to the force, bringing balance to the force. If they are taking it upon themselves, what he began being bringing that balance to the force by they themselves slaughtering the Jedi breaking off from their own group and killing them all off. Okay. This is my random theory. Okay. Based on some of these things, if they are, if they are knights and Ren. now I know that we want to believe that, uh, Ren is just, you know, a disambiguation of a Revan. Yeah. But I will say this, that the word Ren is also a Welsh baby name. Yeah, it is. That okay. means Raven. <laughs> so, yeah, Raven. <laughs> I thought that would be enough just for uh That's so Raven. Just it is so Raven of you, Garrick. My gosh. I am so Raven. So you don't, any, under, you don't even know. So uh what I was thinking is that 
it's entirely possible that maybe, maybe just maybe Jaina and Jace, I'm sorry, Ray and Kylo or whatever their names were previously <laughs> right. were actually being trained as Jedi at a young age, okay. but were taken away when this attack happened. Jason, mm -hmm. I mean, Kylo gets <laughs> taken off with yeah. this splinter group who okay. kidnap him. Okay. Knowing that uh -huh. he is related to he the master. A Skywalker, He's right? a Skywalker. And then Ray gets taken and hidden somewhere okay. where she can be safe. Meanwhile, yeah. Luke is so overwhelmed and stricken with grief that this was allowed to happen that he doubles over, clutches his stomach, and places his robot hand on R2 and says, well, oh my God. You know, this is kind of tying in with the rumor that we heard this week, too, um, about <coughs> Luke and that particular scene where we see him bending down. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people, oh, where's Luke? Where's Luke? Where's Luke? Well, we know, at least we believe that that in the trailer... Luke bending down and touching R2. That is, is him. It's Luke. Um, it would appear to be so with the robot hand. Mm. Um, but people are trying to place in context, context where that is. And some people are saying now, um, some people claiming a reliable source claims that, uh, that is a flashback scene. Yeah. And that, um, during the film, um, Ray and Finn and, and Han, they come to, uh, Maz Katana's, uh, castle. Yeah, who is the, the Lupita Nyong'o character, and uh, as they are walking down to her vault, I guess one would theorize to to retrieve the lightsaber or whatever mm. happens there that she is telling this story, and it's kind of matching with what you're theorizing here that there was a betrayal of some sort, and that Luke was indeed training Jedi yep. somewhere. And that these Knights of Ren came and attacked and destroyed the Jedi. Yeah. And the scene that we see with Luke bending down is the aftermath and right before he goes into exile. Yeah. And uh and which would actually match up too, if you remember what the, the there's a Kylo Ren toy that talks uh one of the yeah. um, lines mess, is we will we will seek out and destroy the last Jedi. Yeah. Which so, at that point would be Luke. And now I've got an even zanier theory that I'm tacking onto it just for funsies. Well, for, well, first off, no. First oh, off, I will say that uh, I've also heard that that scene where he's got his hand on R2, he's actually saying goodbye to R2 before oh. he goes and exiles himself. Wow. I don't know if there's any validity to that. That feels right. Doesn't I it? I mean, based on this. But um, also the, uh, the, the possibility that Maz Katana may have somehow been related to the Jedi. There's that. But uh, my crazy theory is that I'm wondering if the Knights of Ren, and this is really dark, but if they are trying to, to fit my theory, that they're trying to finish what Vader started as being the chosen one to bring balance to the Force by killing off the Jedi, they would then also have to do what? Kill off the Sith? Kill off themselves. Okay. Oh, yeah. That is dark. Either that or they sincerely believe that they are non-affiliated, which that doesn't appear to be the case from what we're seeing. I mean, there's been a lot of speculation. Stephen Colbert had a big thing about how he thinks the tables are going to be turned and how the Jedi are, or the, the, what we look at as the Alliance rebellion, whatever we call them now, um, resistance. Will, the resistance will actually end up being the bad and the empire first yeah, order will end up being the good. Been I don't know about that, all yeah. that, 
but I'm I'm starting to believe. Yeah, I, I'm I'm almost got myself completely convinced these Knights of Ren are Luke's Jedi. They're the only thing that's left of Luke's Jedi aside from maybe onesie twosies mm-hmm. like Ray and Kylo Ren, who right. I I don't know if they're going to have the names Jason and Jaina, but I feel really strongly that they are both going to be the children of our main characters yeah. of our our classic characters. So. Wow. And nice. and yeah, Han bites it. But guys, yeah. we have got so much evidence that circles back to the fanboy wet dream, which is almost a year old now. It keeps going, man. It's, There's nothing that's that's come directly in in conflict with with the fanboy wet dream. Nothing, right. not one thing. And the fanboy wet dream has always been that that uh, that basically Ray and Kylo are Luke and Leia's children. Not Who, Luke and Leia, Han and Leia. I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> gross, right? But yeah, right. still yeah. kind of hot. Um, but <laughs> no, yeah, Han and, Leia's, Han and Leia's kids, right. and that they were separated, and that Kylo was raised in one fashion, mm-hmm. and Ray was raised yeah. in another fashion, right. and neither of them are aware, perhaps, of their familial roots. No. Uh, well, yeah. Um, just a uh, thought that because I've long time ago I've I've talked about this about you know the whole balance of the force thing, and, right? What if it's very intentional that they're raised differently because somehow maybe Luke's talking to Force Ghost Yoda that they know that there has to be a dark side user out there. So they have to intentionally allow this to happen. But yet it's the Jedi's job to make sure that it doesn't. You know, get it's out a of good control. question with all the context of the Clone Wars and everything, but I don't know just in the context of the movies that Yoda ever was really all that um, hard. I'm not on, talking about Yoda. I just did that for fun. But, yeah, about the balance. But, but somehow Luke knows that he that they has to allow that the dark side users to right. have some presence. And Mike mentions every <coughs> every podcast that you know what I've always said, which is that JJ likes going back to familiar territory. And let's not forget that this is an exact mirroring of Luke and Leia. Luke and Leia were both raised by different, completely different people having no concept of their familial lineage and what that meant. Right. Both of them did not know. Right. In this case, we could have one, basically the exact same circumstance, except one is dark. One is bad. One is evil. Right. You know, and, and practicing, you know, bad things while the other one is whatever. So I'm of the mindset that Ray is probably going to have some force ability because I'm starting, even though we've seen Finn holding the lightsaber, I'm really starting to believe in the whole thing that remember way back when we learned that the stormtroopers are being trained to fight with lightsabers. Right. And I'm wondering if the only reason he fires it up is because it's a last ditch effort. And then I think, I think Ray is our force sensitive. I really believe it. I don't think it's impossible that Finn would also be a force sensitive, it's, which yeah. may have brought them together on Jakku. Yeah. Um, w- which would be fine either way, yeah, whether he is or isn't. Force sensitives, right? Or yeah. One. Why not? Um, but yes, I, I, I'm, I keep going back to that same thing too, to Ray and, and Kylo Ren. Uh, to me, and, and it's, it's family heavy. And, and, you know, they've, they've said all these things the whole time and, you know, JJ and going back to the well and it just feels poetic. So it feels yeah. like, it feels like the right thing. It is. It's a, it's a distorted reflection of the original story, not right. an exact reflection, but right. a, a distorted reflection, which seems like the most plausible path. Right. 
for now, him to take. Now, Will and Chatner will have another way to go back to Battlestar <laughs> yeah. Galactica. You guys say, realize well, it's you this know is it all happen- just the same trilogy. Yeah, it, it, well, it, no, no, it, it happened awful. before. They're copying themselves. It so. happened before, and it'll happen again. Yeah, oh, like Battlestar. Yeah, like Battlestar. This is an awful lot like what JJ did with Khan. We did that back in Star Trek too. <laughs> so anyway. I oh. kind of wanted to get all that off my chest and put it out there on you guys. Yeah. I know it was a lot of storytelling on my part, but, uh, but yeah, just kind of point out the, how the alignment is all still there for, uh, yeah. for everything that we've been pitching for, you know, a year now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I yeah, <laughs> I did. I don't know. It's crystallizing in my mind. It, it, I, no. I have no questions on the other side of that. It's not like they're for giving you. They're not giving us a ton of stuff either. Nope. No, they're so, not. Nope. This is all just us guessing at this stuff. Right. But uh, I don't know. It seems educated. It seems right. It feels right. So looking and if at, this is the story, at, I'll love it. Looking at everything we've seen, this fits so poetically into what we've seen that yeah. it's hard to separate it out. And hey, maybe egg on my face. Maybe yeah. it's completely and totally freaking right. different. Right. But it's just it's getting harder and harder for me to separate from uh, from that. So anyhow, that is all that for more up to the minute information, news, reviews, rumors, all kinds of crazy memes and fun stuff. You want to make sure you follow us on Twitter at uh, Fly Casual 1138 and also on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Fly Casual podcast. And there we've got a growing uh, bursting community with a lot of conversations going on. And of course, uh, our Twitter account and Facebook being handled by Mr. Doing a right bang up job. That's what they say, right? Over there. All right. That's totally what they say. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to think of other British words that aren't the stereotypical ones that, but I'm, they're failing me. I need to watch more Doctor Bubble Who. and squeak. Bangers and mash. Right. And, and, uh, doing a bang up job, uh, keeping everybody, uh, informed, including us some of the times. Uh, and we are also taking part in that conversation. So be sure to jump in on those areas. And won't you go wherever you get a podcast, go give us a review. We really want to reach some more listeners and uh, also look for us for the upcoming uh, video streams on uh, twitch.tv slash better kind. That'll be uh, kicking off very soon. And of course we teased uh, the fact that we will be doing a live streaming show after uh, we see the force awakens on November 17th. So that yeah. night we'll have more times plus well, more specific schedules right. at some point in the future i'm imagining we'll probably be getting it kicked off between 10 30 and 11 30 more likely toward the 11 30 eastern uh uh u.s time uh that night so get so. your tickets early and come join us yeah if you're if you're seeing the 7 p.m show and if you miss it you'll be able to watch it as soon as you get home because it'll all be there uh able to it'll be archived on twitch and we'll push Notes. it to youtube as well so yeah that to look forward to um i uh i don't know I gave you a little bedtime story there. Maybe you guys will sleep a little more snug in your beds yeah, tonight. Yeah, I will. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I know you will because your, your foot's not wiggling quite as hard as it usually does. Yeah. My mic's not shaking on the mic stand over here. <laughs> so, in the meantime, I'm Corey. That's Mike with a wiggle foot. Wiggle, wiggle. And over there's Howie fiddling with the cable of his headphones. Mm, yes. And over there's Garrick, most likely itching his sack. Somebody tell that ghost Andrew like to shave his ghost neck beard. Yep. You don't like him so much right now, do you? Nope. <laughs> yep. It sucks. But in the meantime, we are jelly. Mm, jelly.